0: And we're back at the Bait and Switch Podcast Studios. This is Chris, as always, along with my co-host, Jim. Today, we have a guest. Uh, it is a friend of Jim's. His name is Sean Snowpeck. Yeah, if you
1: recognize the name Snowpeck, uh it could be because he, uh, Sean's brother has been a pretty, pretty big name in the Milwaukee music scene here. And Sean has had some success uh, in the music world as well. Mm. We talk about that and some other stories as well
0: your podcast starts now welcome this is richard wilson if your seat backs and tray tables are not already in their full upright positions it's too late brace for impact is the bait and switch podcast
1: Welcome back to the Bait and Switch podcast. Today we have Sean Snowpeck with us. Hi, Sean. Hey, how's it going? And also, of course, my co-host, Chris Beyer. Good to have all you people listening again.
0: All right, Sean, I know the name Snowpeck. You grew up in Milwaukee in the 70s and 80s. You heard the name Snowpeck associated with music because your brother, Sigmund, (laughs) was a fixture at places like Summerfest and... uh, Oh, yeah. I've never seen a show of his, but I've seen his name. You've never seen Sig? I've never seen Sig, but I've (laughs) seen All right,
2: interview's over. Yeah, that's
0: it. So, (laughs) what is... What's your brother's music like? What's his show? Is it a one-man band?
2: Currently, he he has a duo with his uh, fiance, and they do all sorts of different stuff. They do a lot of the German stuff at the German clubs. Um, And... uh, But through the years, he's done a lot of different stuff from, like, you know, he did Prague rock... Pop rock, classical—he's done it all. He's written like Oregon pieces and symphonies.
1: So, is he your older brother?
2: Oh yeah, yeah—he's he's he's a tad bit.
1: (laughs) But you guys, you guys have kind of a friendly competition going, though, don't you? Well, not really. I mean, let's talk about let's talk about who got on TV first. Let's (laughs) talk about that. Oh no, no, of course, of course, he's
2: he's been more in the limelight than myself. So,
1: but but I'm (laughs) your honor. (laughs) <laughs> Permission to treat the witnesses hostile. I'm asking you, who got on TV first? Oh, of
2: course, my brothers went on TV way before me. I mean, I got on well, okay. MTV. I got on. There
0: MTV you go. That yeah, was, that's MVP. what I'm looking for. <laughs> so you both have been on VH1 or MTV or oh, something? Oh no, no,
2: I was never on VH1. Okay, so
0: you? I wish you, you, you were on. Uh, you were on MTV on like 120 minutes or something like that, or
2: yeah, yeah. So I joined a band, and and uh, it was pretty cool. um I really liked the music.
0: What was the name of the band?
2: Uh, that band was called Echo Tour, and uh, they had really great stuff. The first album I really enjoyed. Uh, it was my favorite album in the summer of 88, and, uh, well, ended up in December. Um, I had a chance to uh, to join the band, and I did. I was in the band for probably about maybe 11 months. Hmm.
0: What did you play?
2: In that band, I played bass. I moved with the band. I, I joined in December, and then in January, I moved to uh, L.A. with them, and, and we didn't have a lot of stuff. I basically had my guitar, a trunk, a sleeping bag, a pillow. You know, it was cool. I had a hard time in LA. Uh, I loved going there and it was, it was cool. But for me, it was kind of bittersweet because I was very unhappy because, you know, I'd gone from like living at home with my parents, uh, in Waukesha, which is, you know, the burbs, right? So, you know, living in LA, um, you know, right, you know, in the smack of things. And, you know, there, there's a different vibe out there. A lot of times I feel like I have rapport with people in Wisconsin. But when I got to LA, I, I, a lot of times I felt like, like an outsider or something i don't know maybe you have to live somewhere for long enough how long were you there only for about six months we came back for Summerfest, so july you know and then uh you know it was it was kind of a crazy story for me because i i just jumped into this thing i met these guys and basically joined their band two weeks later and then two weeks later again i moved to la with them so it was uh it was like bam 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 20s early 20s
1: yeah what'd your parents think of all this Oh, they were cool with that, I think. Yeah.
2: I mean, for me, it was it was a dream come true just because, you know, I loved the music so much. It was just great to be a part of the band and, and play that stuff. Mm. Um, you know, looking back on it, you know, I probably would have done things differently. You know, I, I know now that I'm, I think if I was a little bit more mature at the time, I would have been able to deal with it better. But I was, you know, I was, I was kind of lonely out there in LA and uh, I, I wasn't too happy, but but yeah, you know, it was a great learning experience. I, I learned a lot of cool stuff, and I got to see a lot of cool stuff. Like, we went, um, there was a woman uh, from the uh, the label, and we would hang out with her a lot, and she uh, she took us uh, to see, I think we were at the Whiskey or something, and she's like, hey, this band's going to be the next biggest thing, like, and in a couple it? weeks. And it, it was uh, told the Wet Sprocket. Oh, oh really? So hey, yeah, there
0: you go. They wow. made it was before you know. Okay. So. For your current music, you just uh, jam with friends, or what do you do?
2: Yeah, well, I I, I really want to get a project together. Um, it's just been kind of tough. I, I've got uh, four kids, and uh, one in high school, and a couple in college, and one out of college. But uh, you know, I'm just really trying to find people who want to do what I want to do. It's really kind of hard in music to find people that want to do exactly what you want to do. A lot of you know, there's a lot of give and take. But now that I'm like older now, I'm like, gosh, I just want to do hey, I'd like to do this, and if you want to do it, come along, we're going to do this kind of a right. thing. Not right. a lot of give. Yeah, yeah you just want to take. You want to take, yeah. Yeah, take. yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And, well, and, and, you, and you know what you want to do, right? Yeah. You, have a, you have a clearly defined idea of what you want to do. And Did fresh. you get
0: to know any of the more maybe famous Milwaukee bands like uh, the Bodines or uh, Violent Femmes? You get to know any of those guys? Well, yeah,
2: of course, because, well, the Bodines were from Waukesha. They went to my high school. So, um, you know, when I was younger, I didn't really know them. I think... Sammy might have hung out with one of my brothers, like in high school.
0: The uh, Violent Femmes.
2: Oh yeah, the Femmes. Like, of course, I know those guys because, um, you know, in the '80s, well, what happened was my brother was living, uh, uh, living in France for a while. He he quit the band he was in and decided it was time to leave the country. And he hung out there, and uh, when Brian Ritchie, who I think used to go see my brother's band in the early '70s, found out that he was just hanging out doing nothing in France, he called him up, and said, "Hey." Brian uh, Ritchie of the Violent Films. Yeah, and
0: mm-hmm.
2: he said, "Hey, why don't you go on the road with us?" And I don't know if it was '83 that they started that. So basically, my brother—I think he was out on the road for at least like eight years. I think straight with those guys. So I knew those guys. Like he and Brian were pretty close and lived in the same apartment. So um, <laughs> that's, that's know. pretty close. Yeah. And they were whenever they were in town, they would hang out and. So I know Brian pretty well, and Gordon's a great guy. I know him, and Victor is a great guy also. Do those guys live around here? Are they
0: living in L.A. or something?
2: Um, well, uh, I know that Victor still lives here. He's got a studio, on, or he had a studio on the east side. I don't know if he's still doing that or not. I, I haven't talked to him in depth lately. I saw him playing in Waukesha last year or the year before. Um, and uh, the last I know, Gordon lived in New York. As a matter of fact, I went out there for work, a bunch of years back and it was kind of cool they uh, a friend of mine that i worked with uh we went one night we went out and the films were in the studio out there so we kind of hung out with them while they were recording one
0: of their albums and uh and then
2: brian took us out for uh sushi and stuff oh that nice works. that's
0: cool right we talk about uh, musical influences i was thinking podcast influences now right. i i yeah. jim this is your friend that you brought in and yeah. he has not listened to our podcast yet well that was
1: my fault i mean i take responsibility for that that, I'm sure he would have listened to the podcast had I, I only got
2: a cell phone league. just like, you know, four weeks ago. That's so kind of new true. to technology. That's, you know? that's
0: got to yeah. be a prerequisite before people come down here <laughs> yeah. now and be, you know, they got to be familiar that, with the that's podcast.
1: That's a good point. And Sean uh, mentioned well, that he's a little new to technology. Being a, a software engineer for the last 25 years, he's kind of new to technology. Well, I
2: wanted to be the last guy in the world without a cell phone. I was going to yeah. make, you know,
1: a book, a movie, all that
2: it stuff. Ads and yeah, forth,
0: yeah. Then I recently discovered a podcast. It's uh, Scott Ackerman and uh, Adam Scott, right? And Adam one Scott guy's of uh, Parks, and Parks and Rec, and
1: Rec fame. Oh.
0: But they're doing this bit where they they do a retrospective on bands, and they they first started with oh, U two, yeah. and then now they're doing REM. Where you are, two or an REM guy at all?
2: Ah, uh, yeah. I guess I was probably more of a U two guy. I, I saw them on the first leg of the Joshua Tree. Tour, um, and uh, that was pretty cool. I i was way in the back, but it was like, you know, Bono, he just knows how to talk. You know, how I was saying earlier how I felt so tiny when I was like playing in that open oh, yeah. space. where right. Bono, he takes that open space and like reaches out to every soul yeah. in there, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know how he does it, but uh, funny though, I used to think that, um, Echo and the Bunny Men, I used to think that those guys were fabulous, and I thought they were gonna make it way bigger than you two ever did. Um, I think you two—they did a pretty great job of just putting this team together to make these albums that are just, you know, completely different. You
1: know, that, yeah, that's true. And I, I was going to say you two, R.E.M. That feels a little too mainstream for you.
0: I think I think Jim's right because you're quite possibly the only person that thought. Echo and the Bunnymen was going to be bigger than U two. Yeah. So what was I, I? I was it, thinking. It, what my favorite U uh, two song? It's that uh, one. Which one is that? One it's yeah. called One. Yeah. 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 Oh, I <laughs> that, love, one, uh... that one. That <laughs> <laughs> one. You know, talking about REM, the one I love is uh, what is that called? The one I love. <laughs> yeah. But <that's>... oh, <laughs> what, what about? Uh, I.
2: You know, yeah. I want to do that. I want to do the mandolin one, the losing my religion. Like, if someone oh, yeah. gets a band and they want to do that, I will buy a mandolin and learn it and play that in your band. So you look for mandolins a lot? Yeah. I mean, is that... Yeah, like like I went with my daughter uh, down with the dance team down to uh, Disney. And on beach day, I kind of skipped out for about an hour
1: and I walked to the pawn shop. They right. had a mandolin, no pickup. No pickup. That's so, trouble. So yeah. when you skipped out on the dance team, what did the rest of your dance team think of that? I don't know. Is that what you were well, doing? Well, I skipped
2: out anyway? of the beach. Well, then when I came back, I had to go to the restroom on the way back. So I stopped at a Dunkin' Donuts and I bought a
0: huge thing of munchkins.
2: <laughs> and I brought that back. And then I, I was the hero that
1: stick off of there what
0: is your favorite donut i i gotta go with the the one with the chocolate frosting the sprinkles
1: my favorite donut (laughs) is probably the custard filled
0: the the boston cream exactly bingo right
1: perfect Although they really, it's really dense. Like if I eat one of those in the morning, I don't want to eat lunch until like three o'clock in the afternoon. So it's like diet food for you. It, really, it is <laughs> basically when I go on a diet, I probably, say, "Give me a box of Boston creams, and I'm good for a week." You should yeah. probably be able to go like a month
0: on one donut, I think. You're you're thinking efficiency. I mean, you get that donut, and you're good for what? for a day or two, and then you've got all your dinner hours freed up to do other things. Exactly, exactly. Kind of like a snake, right? Like I eat snake. my
1: I eat one meal. And then I'm good for like three days.
0: Yeah, and you know, like the snake where they show that little hump where the rabbit is. Sure, you've got the yeah. same thing. Only you got a donut yeah, sticking a couple out Yeah, A couple of donuts your... sticking oh, out. See. Yeah.
2: <laughs> At first, I thought you were eating like a special thing where a snake where it comes with a rabbit in it. Can you get that one? <laughs> They have that like specialty restaurants in India or something. Yeah, they go,
1: like, right, right. We, first, we make the snake eat a rabbit. Yeah. And it has to, to, <laughs> has to, has to just for two days. And then we take the snake and we kill it and we cook the, the snake and the rabbit at the same time. And then you
0: cut it open. The bones. Yeah, the wild, wild animals will like gorge themselves, right? Yeah. Because they, they, don't, know. they don't know when the next meal's coming, right? right? These dogs, they've been living with us for thousands of years. When are they going to get the message that there's going to be another meal? Right, yeah, right. I fed my dog every night.
1: For 13 years, she still was like, ah, oh, <laughs> the meal, the meal. And she still go after stuff on the table and like, well, wait, now you know your food is coming, right? I mean, oh, like, yeah. well, right, exactly. What's the problem here, Doug?
0: Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, I just like that uh, the slightly larger size of M&Ms, it's always share size. Nobody is sharing those M&Ms. No. You or know, breaks me off a piece of that Kit Kat. That never happens. No, it doesn't. They only do that to make
2: you feel good about your buying the shares. Oh, I know. That's yeah. that's right. the psychology. Right. Exactly.
0: exactly. It's like people when they, you know, the lottery is you know, $300 million. What are you going to do? They put the mic in their face. Everybody says the same thing. I'm going to donate. Nobody donates when they win. <laughs> I would donate. You would donate. I yeah. would donate. <laughs> I would eat donuts.
1: Yeah, you would eat donuts if you don't eat. You don't eat and you got yeah. hungry and then you don't. I,
2: yeah, well, I'm I don't, don't eat because I'm a little bit. I'm on a diet right now, so I don't
0: eat all the time. Yeah, don't eat. the joke didn't go over the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't try and sell that. Try it out. Yeah. Don't back, try and go go sell that one donut twice. All yeah. right. <laughs> he, was,
1: he was working it in his head while we were talking. Yeah. How else can yeah. I spin it Yeah. donate because it's funny. Donate. Sounds like, like donate. Sounds donate. I was like, gosh, yeah. yeah donat.
0: Donate. Weird. donate. Yeah. It's gonna work this time.
1: Donate. Donate. Those words are pretty close. Donate Don't. hate, Chris. Donate. Don't hate that. Yeah. No good. That didn't work either. Sean I'm getting off your boat, buddy. Yeah
0: you know, I'm, I'm going a little bit back to the music I yeah. always wondered so when I go to concert my favorite place to sit is kind of up in the front on the left side because I'm right handed because if I'm going to throw stuff at the band it opens up the whole stage for me mm-hmm. I can hit anybody in the band <laughs> oh yeah like with a bottle yeah, yeah. have you ever or been tomatoes? hit with anything from no. the crowd no no and a matter of fact
2: I was at a show not too long ago at Summerfest and someone was throwing bottles up and I was like holy cow
1: like I'd wow. never seen it yeah. I'd never seen like, it in, in anger or was it fun I don't know.
2: Either way, like you don't want to get, <laughs> get hit, in the, hit in the head with a bottle. <laughs> was that
0: a fun bottle or was that a hate bottle? If it's fun, <laughs> it's then fun. It's fun I'm in. Then the stitches that's <laughs> just gravy. Be, it's gonna be a lot easier
1: to take. Yeah. I mean, yeah. why these guys aren't the guys
2: like setting the price at the door for Summerfest, which is supposed to be like inexpensive. These are the guys like are So you, you know, think they traveled travels. here to play for you probably for like not enough money and you're hitting them with a bottle. Yeah. Bottles? Yeah, so I, I always
0: throw the fun bottles. Yeah. I never throw the hate bottles. That's no no, yeah, that's just sure. rude. Yeah, yeah we rude. never
2: threw anyone. Anywhere. Yeah, I know
0: what Yeah, saying. I was going to say. Uh, finally, we're getting some great weather here. Have you guys cut the lawn yet? Well, usually my wife cuts the lawn. I oh, them. really? That's How do good, you manage that's that? That's a good nice. gig you got going. Well, yeah, right. and, and you know, for
2: the past couple of years, the, the the boys have been doing it. You know, but mm-hmm. before that, oh, sure. she she used to cut it. Before
1: that, I'm not no big... kidding.
0: What is the What is the age at which a kid can start mowing the lawn? Like four, four us five. <laughs> so sure, uh-huh.
1: yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you know, you know what? I tell him if you get one of those electric cars for him at four, he's ready to go on that mower by five. Easy.
0: (laughs) A couple of years ago, I had a problem with, I think, both my snowblower and lawnmower. And somebody told me about a service where the guy will come over and tune it up and sharpen it. The guy came over and did that. On the next day, I went to cut my grass. The uh, lawnmower starts making a funny noise. The blade is banging against the side of the thing oh, and it falls out underneath it spinning.
1: Really spinning. Uh, this thing's you know, whatever yeah, hundred miles. Maybe, an did hour. you
0: forget the tip of the guy or something? <laughs> and <laughs> right. but I was upset about this, sure. right? Oh, yeah. And yeah. so I called the guy up and he came back over and I told him what happened. And he goes, Yeah, that happens. <laughs> and, I mean, he really played this off I mean, really? it was it was a strong performance yeah. you know? yeah. I mean, he almost killed me And he's like, eh, it
1: Yeah, it yeah, happens you know. Did you ask him,
0: does it happen to your tipping customers? <laughs> <laughs> this
1: guy next to my brother-in-law They just have like field grass
2: You know, I think you have to cut it At the end of
1: the year, you burn it down or something Don't do you, you take a scythe to it? Like yeah. a, one of those long cleaver things, you know?
0: There is yeah. a trend now that, you know People that say, you know, lawn care is bad for the environment, right? Plus, I hate yeah. that
2: smell the smell of lawn chemicals. Oh okay. Like that's yesterday. Thought, I'm
1: like, ah oh. I thought I thought it was the cut grass smell. I don't know. Really no, I like the smell. cut grass, but the lawn chemicals, it's like, where is it? You know, like yeah, I don't know the true. And they gotta put the little signposts on the don't step here. I don't lick the lawn. Right, <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's always like, I mean, can you believe it? Well, great. Now I can't lick the lawn. Yeah. Great. Thanks a lot. I know, I know. It takes a lot of the fun out Those of the walk. Those chemicals taste I'll tell you good that. too.
0: Yeah, right. But yeah, I read I mean, the signs. I stopped. Right, exactly. I stopped yeah. at the licking. Yeah, I
1: don't need any lawsuits. You know, <laughs> there was a sign fine. With, wow. uh,
0: with summertime, you're getting out a little bit more. My brother, uh, he's got, behind his house, he's got this area. And in this area, he's got a lot of poison ivy. And they've all accidentally rubbed up against oh, the stuff man. at different points. They've tried to get rid of it, but it keeps growing back. And I don't know if they still wow. got it. You know, but my brother told me one thing. They learned how to identify it. And there's a little rhyme that goes with this uh, that he heard. It says, "It says if it's got leaves of three, let them be. Leaves of five, let them thrive."
1: Okay, you know we're giving people information now, which we don't yes. like to do in this show. No, no, but this I want to <laughs> okay. give. I got to give information
0: okay. because it, it's it's bad when you get this poison ivy. So other ones I looked into, they said leaves of four, all is well. Leaves of six, run like hell. <laughs> yeah, as you see, right. some with six leaves. Right. Get the hell out of there. Six leaves? Yeah, get out. Yeah, and then one last one I heard is they say, leaves of nine, you can chill. Leaves of 10, write your will. Don't touch some of the 10 movies. Right. Oh, my God. Sean, have you seen anything with leaves (laughs) of 10?
1: I don't I don't normally count the leaves.
2: I just like you don't count it. the leaves. I just grab it and you know, if it looks good I'll eat some but... Oh you're eating it now. Oh you're eating it. Oh Chris <laughs> doesn't
1: even want you to touch it and you're not even checking the leaves?
2: Well, why don't they just use the well, like that black barrier stuff for the poison ivy? Just put
0: like two layers of that down. That's the biggest scam, that stuff. You put that down, it never works.
2: Oh, it works for a while. So what
0: what's the trade off that uh that your wife cuts the grass cuts the grass. What do you do?
2: What do I do? Oh yeah. gosh.
0: <laughs> She's listening to this right oh, now thinking, what still. do you do? You yeah. Yeah, what, do, do? <laughs> what what do you do? Are you are well, you uh, are you I'm... darning the socks maybe or what?
2: You no, know, I, I did use the sew. <laughs> not so much anymore, <laughs> but but yeah, he's barefoot in the kitchen. I mean, that, and I <laughs> like I like to cook and stuff, but I don't
1: really cook a lot. Uh, I like to bake. Like I'm in charge of cookies. You know, I, my opinion would be I don't care who makes the cookies <laughs> as long as there's cookies made. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying, trying to it. think what I do. I write the
2: songs. What do you like, a Keebler <laughs> Elf? Maybe there's a
1: song like that, isn't there? <laughs> but and I don't know. I, I do. Uh,
2: you know, we had apple trees in our yard for years, so I would always pick up apples. We used to have like six apple trees. It was crazy, and uh, we had a, a huge cottonwood tree in our yard. We took it down two years ago
1: so you cut it down or did you have somebody cut it down no no we had people oh, I had okay. my people do it oh, your pe- yeah my people my people came yeah.
0: and did it Yeah, get your Makes wife sense. to do it you know she's doing yeah. the lawn you might as well get her up them on the ladder yeah. doing everything else why I cut down the tree lawn? Yeah, I mean meanwhile her her husband's in the basement they're writing a song you know that's based upon some 1980s riff that hit too close to zing, home he's got like the,
1: <laughs> come on man cut me some slack I listen to newer stuff I, <laughs>
2: that's that was good that was good man man you're laying it
1: down
0: (laughs) i was uh my kids uh i was helping with homework the other day your your oldest is now what
1: nine nine nine,
0: have you have you encountered this new math thing where it's like five plus three and they have them do it like eight different ways
1: my kids are in montessori school so probably i'm sure they do that Uh,
0: i mentioned this in one of the earlier podcasts that i really got into that vietnam documentary so my son came up to me the other day and he was trying to have me help him uh, with his math. And he said, help me calculate the perimeter of this area. And I said, well, first we have to establish it and then defend it before that's we start calculating. Sure, right. Suppressing <laughs> <a> fire! <laughs> what about you? Have you helped your kids with their homework? Oh, yeah. Uh, not, not, it, not as much these days. Yeah, Do yeah, the teachers think that your your kids have got problems when you, when you help them with their homework? Oh, the new math
2: is <laughs> awful. Like trying to help a kid with new math, that's just...
0: Yeah, do you use algebra? Right. right, you always said that in like seventh or eighth grade. When am I ever going to use this?
1: Yeah, right. Do you use uh, it for no. the password of the day, do you have to use algebra? No algebra. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's just a- addition? addition and and. <laughs> Here, why don't we just tell everybody our password so that they're. <laughs> no one's gonna know <laughs> no. secret code all these people are gonna be listening oh we could, great
0: we could right. do that we could have password podcasts where we just bring guests on yeah, they tell have, us their yeah, what's your password their mother's maiden name their right, first yeah. pet's name yeah, it's it's security service. number.
2: we had this other password for years right like on this other product <laughs> i worked on it and uh i stopped working on it for eight years and then like all of a sudden someone came to me and said hey what's the password for that And i'm like i couldn't remember i'm like oh my god i don't know I, I don't I know, know, remember
1: but, some things but eight the, hours the, ago. the password
2: was basically like the acronym for the product. Oh, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I mean, that was secure.
0: Like even the people that worked on it couldn't even break into it anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah it was just Schools like- nowadays are trying different types of schools. They've got, what do they call them? Choice schools, STEM. They- Montessori. Montessori. Alders. These schools are getting very specialized. They got, like, language immersion schools, right? They got, oh, right. like,
1: sure. They also have the, uh, like, School of the Arts,
0: too. Right. School of yeah. the Arts mm-hmm. and all these different specialized ones. And, you know, some of them are more vocationally based, right? There's ones that are involved in, in, uh, food service. But I, I got, um, I got a kid that I know through the office. And this kid's part of a very specialized school. It deals just with, uh, soups. And it's called a chowder school. <laughs>
1: A Chowder School, yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> I, I would go to the Chowder School. Right you right. go to the
0: Chowder yeah. School.
2: Who was in Chicago
1: or
0: the Chowder School? I might be in yeah, I Boston. I think it's in New England. Yeah, right. in New England. <laughs> <North. North. laughs>
1: <laughs> it's all east, of course. Yeah, New England, yeah, with the clams. The clams, don't you think? When
0: you get the Campbell soup, do you put water in it? I don't. I don't you eat know, soup. You don't eat canned soup at all. No, no.
1: I do
2: think so. Well, oh, sometimes I,
1: uh, like, I do. Sometimes when yeah, every once in a while, Harper's gets some. But I really, I like that, that you I, know that
2: mac and cheese thing with the tuna, and the soup and the mushroom soup, you ever have that? And then you put potato chips on it. You put noodles instead of water in it, right, with some cheese.
0: You're throwing us I with this. I suppose you look at nice. Like, you gotta read your audience better, Sean. We're all giving you quizzical looks. You know, I
1: mean. <laughs> where's he going with this? <laughs> yeah. He's completely yeah. confused me, yeah. which, which I'll give you credit for, because that's our job <laughs> right. usually, is to completely confuse right. our audience. That's but what we But you But go
0: you gotta pick up these visual clues from the people you're talking <laughs> to to realize that this is going nowhere. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I just love the look you were giving me. I'm like, hey, I want to get some more of that look. (laughs) Let's go back to the donate joke. Yeah, yeah, this is
0: kind of along those same lines.
1: I'm going
2: to make T-shirts that say that, and they're going to sell a bazillion.
0: (laughs) You know, uh, know, one thing, you know, talk about uh, food, meals, you know, what's not a meal, is uh, that whole thing about how breakfast is the most important meal of the day. I think that the breakfast lobby is kind of heavy-handed, constantly pushing that mantra is a mantra a mantra? A oh, P- mantra. on that <laughs> mantra, but no, I think that uh, my kids, you know, I like them to get a hot breakfast, and so I give my kids a bowl of uh, flaming hot Cheetos every morning. Oh, perfect! You yeah, know.
1: right. Well, you know, my kids really like breakfast for dinner. That they love. Oh, yeah. Them, so yeah, they love it. Like, you know,
0: again, again, the lobby, the right, lobby exactly. is are really <laughs> buying into and, this. And, and
1: they, I, what I don't like is they're sucking in the younger generation into this. And you know, and feeling.
0: breakfast is encroaching on lunch now. You got brunch.
1: Right? Does lunch feel like intimidated? I feel like, hey, maybe where's the lunch association to push back on this?
0: They're going after dinner next, I think.
1: Yeah, and, right.
2: And I think brunch should only be like, shouldn't there always be
0: like alcohol in a brunch to make it official? Or it seems like a right. You're eating brunch, drinking your alcohol while your wife's cutting the grass. That's you. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's you yeah, having right. the Bloody Mary. Yeah,
1: right. Watching her out the window. Writing that song <laughs>
0: for ten years, still didn't got the bridge down. And, <laughs> and it's, yeah, That's, it's, I'll work on that next year. It, yeah. <laughs> This is the song. I'm gonna be back in 120 minutes. Honey, you missed a spot. Yeah, it would it would be nice to you. They don't have 120 minutes by the way. Give up on that dream. Sean, I heard, talked about maybe writing theme music for our show.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, but we, okay. Good. But before we get into that, I have a food related story. Sure. I was talking to a guy that we work with who who uh, is from Spain, right? See. And so we we were talking about, you know, different kinds of foods we like and whatever and and he said, uh, well, in Spain, we eat, uh, horse. And I'm like, w- wow, you eat horse? He's like, well, I, I mean, it's baby horse. You know, so it's not, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. And I said, what, that makes it better. Like, wait a minute. Well, we would never eat a, a grown horse. That's way too tough. The uh, young horse, like, it's still pretty tough. You still have to slice it real thin. <laughs> I'm like, maybe that's a clue you shouldn't be eating a horse. I don't <laughs> but- know. but
0: – yeah it is weird i mean why do we yeah. eat cows and not horses right what's right. so sacred about the horse
1: well apparently the horse is hard to eat yeah <laughs> maybe that's why i don't know so i just thought it was a funny food story but uh, yeah, okay so man. now
0: yeah uh as chris said i as, as jim said to me he said our guest here tonight sean talked to jim about perhaps for season two writing the theme music to uh, the Bait and Switch podcast.
1: Yeah, I thought that would be a cool thing. Yeah, you'd be yeah. you'd be interested in that. Yeah.
0: You still right. haven't heard the first theme music, huh?
1: Oh, yeah, you played a little bit. I, I played oh, okay. the theme music for him, yeah. Oh, okay. Because he, he was wondering, you know, what, what do you got for music? Yeah. He didn't care about the content. He said, <laughs> what, what's the music all about? So, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever, that's fair.
0: We talked about maybe a second season. Might be coming up maybe in the fall or, or late summer or something like that. Start season two. Yeah, but I'll be interested in see, hearing the samples
1: you put together. Are there gonna be lyrics with this song, you know? Like uh let me well, whatever you come up with, you know. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> okay. We'll
0: find yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> I would get busy at that. You know, get your wife out there working on the yard and get downstairs and start yeah, working you, on yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've got this song. It's this it's this project I'm working for, these guys that have got like eight listeners, and yeah, I wanted yeah. it's really gonna be really, our big break.
1: Right, right. They're really busting my hump on this. <laughs> Honey, this is gonna <laughs> do it for us. <laughs> this is gonna be it. This I might have to it. go back if I can't get this <laughs> I can't get this
0: song done. <laughs> well, one thing we do every now and speaking of music. We're going to count down the music. Three, three two, two, one.
1: Music. Yep. Thanks a lot for stopping by. We really appreciate you coming over. And All right. Thanks for was having Was it me. fun? Oh, yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, it how would it was go for time. you? Yeah, it was good? good. Why do you give it a thumbs up? <laughs> yeah. Maybe two. <laughs> two. All right. So three, th- three, three. He's kind of three, a subdued three. guy. I see <laughs> <Yeah>. one thumb <laughs> yeah. at the most. I, yeah. I don't That's see two thumbs. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to move my thumb? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, good night. Thanks, John. Have good
0: Join us next time on the Bait and Switch Podcast, where you get to meet the man behind the sexy voice that opens our show. Welcome. This is Richard Wilson.
2: You've made it to the end of yet another Bait and Switch Podcast. Spread the word.